Public service announcement. I have just temporarily closed the doors to Lifestyle Business School. If you are a current or aspiring expertise-based business that has a business, courses, coaching, masterminds, where you are divorcing your value from your time, or that is the business model that you want, you likely know that Lifestyle Business School is the program that I have been tirelessly working on over the last six months to build out six comprehensive playbooks, which basically lay out the entire path. It has everything from business model design to offer creation, to back-end delivery, to driving traffic, live launch campaigns, automated campaigns, everything you could possibly need to start or grow a leveraged expertise-based business to the lifestyle business sweet spot. Now, never fear because we've only temporarily closed the doors and we have added a wait list. So if you head to lifestylebusiness.school forward slash join, pop your name on the wait list and you are going to be notified when we open up the doors with everything built out, which is super exciting. And all of the exciting changes that we have made to the program as well, which we will share in due course. But in order to get the special VIP bonuses, when we do open the door, I want you to go and pop your name on the wait list now. So that is going to be lifestylebusiness.school forward slash join, put your name on the wait list, and you will be the first to be notified when we open up the doors with everything built out with a lot of exciting changes and with pretty much the best deal under the sun. All right, let's get into today's podcast episode. You're listening to the Stevie Said Social Podcast, episode 14. If you've got big business dreams, but you're feeling stuck when it comes to all things digital, social media, and content marketing, this is the podcast for you. This episode is brought to you by my free 20-page ebook with 100 really practical social media tips for your business. Grab them at steviesayssocial.com forward slash ebook. and welcome to episode 14 of the Stevie Says Social podcast. I am Stevie Dillon. I am your host. And every week, guys, I am bringing you the best of social media, marketing updates, interviews, things that are working now to help you out in your business. If you are not subscribed on iTunes and following on Spotify to be notified when these episodes go live, what are you waiting for? (laughs) Head over, do that now, and then let's dive into today's episode. Today, I'm interviewing Sherry Storer, who is one of Brisbane's top real estate agents and also has her own coaching business where she basically helps other real estate agents learn how to build their best life, basically using real estate as the vehicle in which to do that. Now, this is an episode that is not just relevant for real estate agents, although you will obviously get a lot of value out of it if you are one. It's one that's relevant to anyone that's in a service-based capacity, whether you're a real estate agent, whether you're working in sales, whether you're a coach, 
anyone that's dealing with clients and customers and wants to use social media as a way of attracting more of them, attracting the right ones, and then also getting your brand story and your message across in a way that is helping people, adding value, and is basically getting people to want to do business with you. So guys, I heard a really devastating statistic a little while ago, and it was part of a 2015 study by HubSpot where basically they talked about how real estate agents posted more on social media than any other industry or profession but that the engagement that they received on those posts was the lowest of any profession, which signals to me that real estate agents are super keen. They're embracing social media marketing, but they're not quite there when it comes to what to post, when to post, and how to really get value out of it and leverage it to its full potential. So if that's you, if you're not sure if it's you, guys, today's interview is for you. Today, we're going to talk about Sherry's story and the changes that she's kind of trying to make in the real estate industry, but then really into the nitty gritty of her social media strategy and what is working for her. We're going to talk about how to use social media to amplify the networking that you already do, how to use social media as your second CRM platform and the benefits of doing so, what to post on social media, which platforms you should be on, how to leverage live video the power of Facebook groups, and much, much more. So without further ado, guys, I'm going to get straight into today's interview. If you're interested in the transcript of this interview, because we are going through a lot of information, head over to steviesayssocial.com forward slash 14, and you can download that. Let's dive in. Hey, Sherry, welcome to the podcast. Hi, Stevie. Thanks so much for having me. I'm so excited to have you on. (laughs) Thank you, darling. Same. So what I thought I'd do for all of the listeners um, is just to let everyone know how Sherry and I met. So Sherry was working at a Brisbane real estate agency that I started working at about, oh God, about four years ago as the, the marketing manager role. And we didn't actually really kind of know each other then. We sort of knew of each other. Um, yeah, that's kind of right. Hey, we didn't kind of come across each other or really chat or anything, but knew of each other's names. And, um, it wasn't until Sherry uh, left real estate, well, she's still kind of been in it a little bit, but basically left the place that I was working at, went to another agency, and then has now kind of started a really exciting new company as a real estate coach, mentor, keynote speaker, all of the things. And we're now working together on uh, her social media strategy, which is really exciting. So that's kind of the backstory. Um, but I'm super, I guess, keen for everyone listening to know a little bit about your story because I absolutely love it. And we won't go into detail um, until a little bit later, but basically your sort of your message and everything that you're kind of doing around um, really encouraging people to build their best life, I think is so inspiring. So let's start there. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much, Stevie. And I remember when we were working together I just, you're right. It was quite, quite removed. However, you were a total superstar and anytime anything that had your name on it, it was just totally like in lights amazing. So I knew when I, (laughs) (laughs) so I knew for me when I wanted to, to really um, stand out and make a difference in my business that that was going to be 
very, very important to have somebody who, who got who I was as a person who could, you know, be empowered in my tone of voice, but also was going to be totally um, remarkable and amazing and think outside the box because that's what I'm all about. And that's what I think people respond really well to in, in social media. So I, I guess, <laughs> so just coming back to your to your question, um, you know, for me, I, I really do believe in helping people achieve what they want out of life, and I think so often we just get caught in this artificial, superficial world that we're kind of in, which is all about you know doing what everybody else wants and marketing companies and corporations, and I think we just need to sometimes take it back to basics and work out what it is in life that we want, and then work out avenues in order to achieve that, and the industry that I work in, in terms of real estate, you know, yes, there is a lot of money, money to be made. If you're very good at at your job and um, and you actually look after people and, and you're a trustworthy individual, but um, it's very easy to get caught up in the superficial um, world of, of money. And so totally. I'm very keen to try and make some changes in the industry. And, you know, that needs to come internal where we need to actually show the marketplace that it's not all about, you know, we're not all about the car and the watch and the holiday and all these materialistic yeah. things, but we actually are a trusted group of professionals where when you give us the keys to your home, it's, the, we understand that it's the keys to your life and to your sanctuary. And so I'm very, very keen to make those changes. Yeah. And I absolutely love that message. So I think in terms of a profession, there are some absolutely amazing people working in real estate, but I think at the same time, sometimes there is that kind of, I guess, people showcasing their wealth and their cars and I guess focusing on the wrong things. So Absolutely. And I think like everything in life and, and particularly every industry, there's only a few that kind of tars the the whole lot. And there's so many individuals who do not who, who do not act like this and do not believe in this and understand that they are service providers. So um, for me I really just want to create an opportunity for people to be able to live that life that they want but to harness their real estate um, skill set in order to achieve that that life that they So what about before, so you started in your real estate coaching business, when was it about six months ago? Yeah, so officially I started the business, well I actually left my my role at McGrath in October, but I had been coaching for about 12 months before that and I had been doing a lot of of coaching and um, keynote speaking before that as well. But I literally decided to, to hand in the towel then. Yeah. So Sherry hasn't mentioned this, but she was one of the sort of the top performing real estate agents for a number of years in Brisbane. And what I really like, I guess, about uh, the way that she was conducting herself when she was working in real estate is that she really had a focus on a couple of things. So number one was relationships and really, I guess, focus focusing on real genuine relationships as a way of building business. But then also leading into that and the reason why I kind of love it is obviously because I work in social media, but really taking those relationships kind of, and I guess harnessing the power of social media and kind of um, developing, I guess, networks on social media and really kind of taking that online as well. So that's something that um, I know that you sort of spoke about at ARIC, which is the Australian Real Estate Conference, a couple of years ago. But how important do you feel like that was in terms of your real estate career? Um, well, to me, that was something that was it's every agent's dream come true, to be honest with you, to be asked to, to present it at, at ARIC. And um, for me, 
I I was very very privileged that I was allowed to to speak on a topic that I was passionate about and you know it was only the year before when everyone was still standing up on stage saying don't pay any attention to social media it is literally just going to be um, you know a waste of your time and it's not going to be around and you know I was probably one of the only agents who was really sort of working it at the time and it was also too I think you know and even still today there's a lot of people who are still really pay homage to the number of people that you have on your page. Whereas I sort of stood up there and said, Hey, look, this is like networking in real life, but just online. And so, you know, let's build your, your empire, but let's do it, you know, through relationships and let's do it in the real world. And let's also do it online. Yep. It's almost like social media. So Facebook especially is like the ultimate CRM. So it's really a way of (laughs) basically like keeping in touch with people that you've worked with, kind of, you know, keeping them on your radar. And I guess just continuing a relationship that you've already got with, you know, past vendors and things in, in real life. Well, I think that's very important. And in fact, that's, they're, they're two of the things that I actually talk about. You need to have two databases. One is your social media. And then the other, other one is through your CRM and that database that you're constantly sending, you know, email communications out to. So, but you're, you're right. You can't keep in contact with everybody all the time. So I like to think that it's just a way for you to keep top of mind um, for people and just let them know that you're out there and what successes you're having and and what's happening, you know, in, in the marketplace or in your, in your um, industry. Yeah. And I think that actually leads us on to a really good point. I actually read in HubSpot, I think the blog a couple of days ago, it said something like in terms of the content that real estate agents are posting on social media, they actually have, I think they have the highest number of posts of any industry, but they have the lowest engagement. So I think the problem (laughs) um, with the real estate industry is they're really good at kind of, um, you know, getting people onto, you know, their Facebook or their Instagram, but then the actual content that's being posted Mm. is really salesy. So it's like constantly like, you know, I've just listed this property and it's all about me, or I've just sold this property. And it's, to be honest, I've, it's it's so boring and annoying. And I just think it's not (laughs) the right way to go about it. Yeah. And this is, this is part of, to be honest with you, the reason why I've made the, the change that that I'm making because in the industry, we've had a lot of people coaching us, telling us we're actually rock stars and we're superstars. Yeah. And so we start to kind of believe this. And um, what we actually need to, to be taken back to is that it's actually not about us at all. And it's actually yeah. about our, our marketplace. So I think that people are starting to get that slowly and, and, and surely, but certainly I'm hoping to amplify that and supercharge it. But we will start to see a change, you know, happen hopefully over the next couple of years. And those agents yep. who are really super successful actually understand that today, that it's not yeah. all about them, that it's actually about their clients and their buyers and their sellers. Yeah, 100%. And I know like when we were kind of working on your social media strategy, we've really got that mix in there. So, you know, like we'll sort of be promotional, maybe one or two posts in every nine, yes. but then there's real focus on things like building connections. So, you know, telling stories and being really relatable and then also providing value. So like helping people out in your social media posts, like think about, you know, like all of the problems that, you know, your potential vendors have. And then for you, Sherry, obviously it's coaching the problems that, you know, real estate agents have in the industry and producing content about that rather than being really promotional. 
Absolutely. And I think that's the thing. It's not all about, you know, it's very boring if all you see in there is just, you know, here's my listings, here's my souls. You actually need to be totally. involved with your community. And so, yeah. you know, it can it can be things like, you know, motivational quotes. It could be what's happening in the area. It could be, you know, videos, it, it, all sorts of things. But it's only after really you've built this trust with your group that you can then be asking for things. And, you know, if you do want to put your listings on there, you need to do it in a way that's informative and interesting for them. So, you know, I think it's very important there's the story to be told there about, you know, um, getting your your information, you know, to um, an exclusive audience, whether you be your CRM or your social media, or ideally both, and actually telling them about things before they've hit the market. So, about listings before they it's hit the market, about the story of a sale, about why this is a great area to buy in. So, really going behind the scenes in terms of, look, yeah. here's a property. It's actually about the story behind that um, and yeah. actually adding some real genuine value to those people who follow you. Otherwise, there's so yeah. many pages that they can like, they'll just switch off. Totally. There's so much noise out there that actually you do that really well in terms of, uh, the properties that you still list doing a live video on Facebook before they hit the market. Yeah, absolutely. And I just think it's, it's important. I mean, as we know, live video right now on Instagram and Facebook is the thing to do because it really does, you know, broadcast it to a much wider market, but you know, it just shows that authenticity. And I think it doesn't matter what price range you're selling in, whether you're in the lower end of the market or a higher end of the market, people really love just seeing you and actually seeing yeah. it warts and all. And I think, you know, particularly in the real estate industry, people actually think that, you know, all the photos are, are photoshopped to, to the extreme or that they've used <laughs> wide angles or, or whatever it may be. But, you know, this is actually a way of showing showing the house um, for, for what it actually is. And I love doing it before it hits the market. I think it's really great to do it throughout an auction campaign as well. You know, so there's, there's certainly a lot of value that can be added. And I know for myself, as soon as I do that, I quite often get um, a lot of messages that are just saying, Sherry, um, from my my database um, or even via via social, just saying, can we please organize an inspection? Oh, so that's amazing. Yeah. So, I think when you've got that relationship, and there's a really great example at the moment um, of a property that I've literally just put under contract and went unconditional yesterday. And that's exactly what I did. Listed the property before it hit to the market. Um, before it went to the market, I, I, I did a live video, posted it on on Facebook, got a text message from one of my clients who originally had purchased with me in 2003, um, and literally just sent me a text message saying, "Sherry, I want the. In- um, can I please come for an inspection? Organise the inspection. You know, it was as simple as it was as simple as that. And I think um, it doesn't always need to be super polished because people in life do want the Brina and they do want the Bentley. So, they want the best of both worlds. (laughs) I love the way that you put that. Oh, it's so true though. And I think like that's an awesome story because a lot of people come to me and they kind of just can't see the connection between posting on social media and then actual kind of tangible ROI. And that's just a really good example of doing the simple things right. So kind of making sure that you're connecting with everyone that may one day do business with you, have them on your social media, then making use of, you know, the tools that are working now, which at the moment live video is really being prioritized and being pushed out to more people. And then just using it as an opportunity to kind of go behind the scenes and give people what they want, which is, you know, a sneak peek into properties before they actually hit the market. And then the result is, you know, that real tangible ROI, which is, I think, amazing. It's a really good example. 
Oh, fantastic. And I think too, Stevie, that what we really need to be to be looking at with these sorts of live live video is you don't need to worry about how beautiful you look or, or how polished you are. In actual fact, I think people really relate the more real that you are. Um, Definitely. So, I think that there's, there's real value in that too. And it can be a hard thing I know like with live video to get your head around the first few times you do it. It can be really overwhelming. You're worried about, you know, how you sound, how you look, whether people are watching and all that sort of thing. But on the flip side, you know, if you can just get in there, give it a go, it gets easier. And the benefit of it is that you don't have to wait to, you know, you spend the money and spend the time on having these really professionally produced kind of videos. They have their place and they're important, but on social media, the ability to just kind of go live in the moment can be really, really powerful and helpful as well. If you can get comfortable doing it. <laughs> well, well, that's the thing. Everyone forgets that, you know, if you're not doing this now, because it's a little bit scary and uncomfortable, can you imagine, you know, in six months time, in 12 months time where it's expected, how you're going to be feeling. So just get in, start practicing now, start doing Doing it, otherwise you're going to be left behind. A hundred percent. And on Facebook and Instagram, and I know Facebook in particular, they think by you know 2020, pretty much every single post on Facebook is going to be video content. So you know we're not going to have the luxury of being able to you know post images and really make things you know primed and polished and things like that. So that's a really good point. Mm. What I kind of wanted to go into is. Uh, one thing that we were talking about actually just before we got um, on the call for this podcast, which is your Facebook group. And uh, this is more related to, you know, your coaching business, but you've started a real estate with heart Facebook group, which is basically for women in the real estate industry, anyone that's a supplier or a real estate agent or anything like that. And it's just a community for bringing people together. But you told me something that's very, very exciting. You've hit a new milestone um, last night. So I wanted to have a chat about that. Yeah. So look, I'm super pumped and totally excited about this. We started the the group literally six weeks ago and um, it was off the back of a series of events that I actually ran for women in the industry. And last night we actually, you know, um, hit our thousand thousand members sort of mark. So, <laughs> so I was totally pumped and I, I, I'm just so grateful for a number of reasons. Um, but, you know, obviously there's there's a real platform and there's a there's a community that want to want to be spoken. So obviously that's the reason why it's gathering real traction, but also to, you know, for me personally, this is a really great avenue for my business um, because literally everybody in that group knows that I started this group and that I'm powering this group and I'm giving back to this group and I'm giving back to a community, which is really important in my life, but it's going to pay dividends in my business um, today, tomorrow, five years, 10 years down the track. Yeah, it's so, so exciting. And I just think at the moment, Facebook groups are really where it's at. So the problem with Facebook business pages, not the problem, but the way that it's kind of gone these days is that, you know, unless you're paying for reach, it's really hard to kind of reach people. So Facebook groups at the moment, Facebook is all about them. It's prioritizing them. And it's, you know, it's, it's really a way of building a community with people that may potentially do business with you. And I reckon that real estate with heart group is just really, really clever because I'm in there. It's 
really nice kind of inclusive community. People are chatting, helping each other out, but it's almost like the first step in your sales funnel. And I think, (laughs) you know, it's, you know, it's one of those things that is really kind of helping your business as the first step for people to get to know you, um, be in that group for a little while. And then potentially if they do need your help with something, you know, the next step is for them to contact you because you're really kind of leading and facilitating that group. So that's a thousand people that will potentially, you know, do business with you, which is really exciting. Absolutely. Yay. (laughs) Yay. (laughs) So just while we're on Facebook groups, I know, um, obviously since you've had it sort of running, there's been a couple of things that you've really done to propel that growth and to really kind of get over or close to that thousand mark. And I know people who are kind of struggling with starting their own Facebook group would be super keen to know a little bit more about how you did that. If you're willing to share. Yeah, absolutely. And I think, you know, the the growth of this in six weeks has just been truly, truly monstrous. But yeah. I think, you know, there were a couple of a couple of ingredients to that. I think number one, you know, I stood on on a stage at three events and I had a I had a ready-made um, audience there. Number two, you know, I really um, tried to work the group and get them involved and tag them in in posts so that that way I could start to get them commenting. Um, and particularly with my audience, a lot of them are not used to being in groups. So real estate agents are too busy generally to be in groups. So they they didn't yeah. know what they kind of had to do. Um, so yeah. I had to really um, reach out to a few people personally, you know, really ask them to help me. Um, and I think that that really worked. But I think what really catapulted things was when I decided to run a competition in the group and asking everyone to share it with with um, with the like-minded individuals that actually um, would fit perfectly into my audience. And, you know, I ran a competition. And this particular competition um, that I ran was actually a one-hour coaching session with me, which is something that I have never given away. It's actually something that I don't do full stop at all. Um, my coaching sessions are usually for a six-month commitment, so I don't do yep. one-offs. Um, so the fact that it, this was this really amazing prize that, you know, was worth $1,100 and it was something that you couldn't go out there and get. I think yep. everyone has just fallen over themselves to try and to try and win this prize and to basically share it, um, which, which has been fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. That's really cool. And I think that kind of propelled your growth by about 300 new kind of group members, didn't it? Absolutely. I mean, literally overnight we, we've grown yeah. by what, 350, 400 members. Yeah. So, that's amazing. John um, <laughs> I actually was just saying, I can't keep up with approving everybody because oh. normally I would need to <laughs> I'd go in there and I'd have a bit of a look and just start to get to know them. So I, I can kind of involve them in different things, but there's just no way that I can possibly do that now. So oh I'm, my gosh. I'm just super pumped and, and grateful and I can only imagine what other people who have started groups um like like minded bitches drinking wine you know I you think that that, that group. yeah <laughs> I know I mean that group is amazing no matter what you want there is an answer for that and that's what I hope that my group will end up being about but you know it doesn't matter what industry you you're in I think that you can create a group like this a community um mm-hmm. and it's just a matter of just finding that that right sort of target and going for it yeah a hundred percent So let's talk about platforms. Um, What platforms are you on at the moment and what's kind of working best for you at the moment? Obviously, you're on Facebook and you've got the Facebook group. What else are you doing in terms of your socials? Yeah, so Facebook is is obviously a a big one and it's always been a very, very big part of my business and a successful part of my business. And I've always sort of had about a lead a day. So how are those leads coming through, Sherry? The leads are basically coming through in a number of different ways. So either people are seeing something and then, as I mentioned, they're coming back to me and texting me or calling me or emailing me or I'll turn 
alternatively, they're, they're going straight through Facebook and actually saying, can you please arrange mm-hmm. an inspection or, hey, I'm looking to buy or, hey, I'm looking to sell. So it's kind of that that agent for life mentality. Then, you know, now that I'm sort of, you know, stretching into becoming a coach, you know, I'm just getting people saying, look, Sherry, really, really appreciate um, your tips. Can you please actually, you know, um, talk to me about becoming a, um, you know, my mentor? So that's, yeah. And so now I'm kind of in a position where I can pick and choose which, um, which agents I would like to work with. And I think that that's incredibly important for me um, to have that choice in my life. A hundred percent. And I think, you know, you're producing really valuable content consistently. And this is something that I always say, like if you're doing that and, you know, you're positioning yourself without really even sort of meaning to, but, you know, as a thought leader and somebody that people can trust and that you kind of know what you're talking about, you start to naturally attract the people to you that you ultimately want to work with. And, you know, you're not competing on things like, you know, price or all of those other kind of differentiators that people would otherwise use in order to choose a real estate agent or a coach. So I think that's really clever. Yeah, absolutely. And so then in terms of the other platforms, I'm also using Instagram, which um, as we know, Instagram at the moment is currently free. So really trying hard to to build that sort of audience and, and what I'm what it is that I'm all about. But I really love the Instagram stories there because I feel um, and certainly you know it was quite it was quite new to me that I didn't understand that Instagram was all about looking pretty on it on, on the on the site. Um, so I just thought it was a whole lot of things in, in terms of what I'm doing. So you know, getting that education. So I love Insta stories because it's all about, you know, showcasing your, um, your day, your personality, different things that you're doing. And especially for me, where my message has now gone from, you know, building, um, building a life outside of real estate. So it's not all about work, 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 um, which is what it previously was. I'm now showing that I actually do do things in my home life as well, which I think is, is great because people then empathize with that or think, oh my God, I want a normal life too instead of work, work, work. Totally. It's like it's building connection. Uh, And I think that's what Instagram's so great for. And also for personal brands. So, you know, for both real estate agents and for coaches, your personal brand and the way that people relate to you is so important. And I just think Instagram is the number one platform for that because it lets you, like, as you said, just go behind the scenes and see what you're all about. Absolutely. And I just think it's that really truthful, honest kind of approach. And it's fun too. Like, you know, I love looking at everyone else's stories and kind of seeing what's going on and being able to comment. And, you know, when you're in a very, very busy kind of work environment, being able to just keep in contact with somebody by sending them one or two emojis or a very short message without any formalities, I think is absolutely gold. And I think we're going to be seeing a lot more of that, and particularly with millennials coming into, um, into the workplace more and more. So I think that that's going to be a huge platform. Yeah, Um, I think it is at the moment. Like Instagram is just where everyone's at at the moment. And I think, you know, totally we should all like it's hands down my favorite platform and we should ride the wave while, you know, there's still organic engagement and things like that. And I think it's a really good social platform, as you said, like it just lets you socialize with people and, you know, you naturally grow your following if you do that, which I think is really cool. Agreed. Totally. Wholeheartedly. Yeah. And so the other platform that I'm using quite widely um, is LinkedIn and LinkedIn is completely different to Facebook and Insta in, in the fact that it's, you know, a lot more formal. And so for me, me now where I'm dealing with a lot more um, 
a lot more people in more corporate sort of positions or in management positions, they spend more of their time on this platform. So, you know, my my um, tone of voice and what it is that I'm posting on there needs to be quite different. And so, mm-hmm. the blogs are getting really great reach and yeah. it's a matter of, you know, really involving other people in the posts as well and reaching out to them. So, I'm finding that that has been quite successful. Um, and whilst the engagement numbers aren't as high, it's a different audience that I am not getting on the other two platforms. So for me, I think that's incredibly valuable. Yeah. And because you've got so many real estate agents and things already connected to your LinkedIn as well, it's, it's like they're hanging out there. So, you know, it's, it's, a ready-made kind of audience for you. Absolutely. And I think too, it's, you know, it's the business owners, it is the CEOs, it's the COOs, it's the HR managers, you know, it's all of those kind of people, which for me, you know, um, I would much prefer to to be speaking to one person within a a whole, you know, organization as opposed to, you know, 25,000. So, Mm -hmm. if I can connect with with that one person and then it rolls out from them um, where they're a lot more influential, I think that that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. And I can actually see I've obviously got access to your backend statistics and things. And even though the engagement for you on your LinkedIn isn't as high, the traffic that you get to your content from LinkedIn is actually higher than from Facebook and Instagram. So I think LinkedIn is one of those platforms that can be a little bit deceiving because it actually is a massive driver of traffic, even though it's not, you know, like Instagram where the likes and things are just kind of flowing in. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And I would also have to say with LinkedIn, one of the things that I that I truly love about the site is that, you know, when I was um, conducting myself as, as just a straight agent, every single time that I met somebody or they inquired on a property, I would actually add them through into LinkedIn. So, I was actually then starting a, a, a business relationship with them, which I think yeah. is very, very important. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't then go on and send a, a personalized you know, message to them because I think that that can be a little bit rude. I'd wait for them to connect with me and then go from there. Um, But, you know, I just found that that's had huge traction in my business. And, you know, that's something that I've really put into place many years ago and it has paid the dividends now. Yeah, 100%. So, it's Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn for you. They're the three that I use and I'm on the other platforms, but they're the ones that I really focus, focus most on. Yeah. Awesome. And then I guess just a final kind of to wrap up video, obviously we touched on a little bit before in terms of live video, but video in general is something that uh, I think is really kind of one of your strengths. And I know just recently you have hosted the women in real estate business breakfast series in uh, Brisbane, Sydney, and Melbourne. And you did a really good job of capturing, you know, some really great video content from each of those events and then distributing it on um, on your socials and that's done really, really, really well for you. How important, I guess, do you feel, you know, video in general is in terms of those platforms and what impact has it had for you? Well, I do think video is is very, very important because we, we do have a very short-term kind of um, attention span now. Yeah. And so, you know, we need to engage people very, very quickly. And so, you know, photographs are no longer enough. We want more. Yeah. Um, so, it's interesting where we head in the future. But, you know, coming back to the video and as I mentioned previous, I like to do, you know, the authentic ones, me standing there, the selfie with, you know, um, weird faces kind of going on, but then the (laughs) professional polish. 
And those people who follow me on social would know that I am a very sophisticated um, agent and business person. Um, And so those videos really show the quality of that. They show what it is that I'm all about. They get straight into the content and they they move straight through it. And I think, you know, for me, I want to try and involve as many people in these videos as I possibly can because it makes them feel that they are a part of my journey and that they are a part of, of of my page and my success and so forth. And I want them to be a part of that. So I think that that's creating even more engagement. Um, But but on top of that too, I would also have to say that the video, um, it it needs to be, you know, if you're going to do professional video, it needs to be highly polished. Mm -hmm. And I do think as, as I've mentioned that there's a place for both, but the highly polished video needs to be representative of you. So Mm -hmm. like, my my partner who actually runs a gym, I mean, his his videos on his social is very representative of him. It's fast, it's hard hitting, it's all about boxing and, and training and those sorts of things. But for me, um, you know, I'm trying to show something completely different. So I think you need to really think about who your audience is, you know, yeah. what they want from your video and yeah. then try and deliver it in a very fast, hard hitting way and get straight to the core of the message. Yeah. And I think that's something that those videos in particular do really well. So there's really sharp, short kind of edits, which works really well on Facebook. And the benefit of having kind of that, you know, good quality video content going out consistently is that um, we're also able to, you know, um, run Facebook ads to those videos to really targeted audiences. And they actually perform better than any other sort of um, creative for video as well. So, you know, it can be a great way for, you know, getting your message and that sort of thing in front of new audiences, which is definitely something that's kind of worked for you with those as well. I agree. And I also would have to say, you know, Stevie, coming back to your comment about about videos, you know, if we have a look at, for example, it is changing in terms of the content that we want as audiences in videos. Mm. So, you know, two years ago, if you were a real estate agent and you were recording a video, you would actually stand in the front and you'd introduce yourself and it was quite formal. Whereas yeah. now, like you basically you don't even need to be in in the video. You don't need to say who you are because people can clearly see that because they're yeah. either following you on social or they're seeing it on on the um, on the platforms. So you know I can't wait to see how things sort of change, but you need to be up to date with those approaches. Otherwise, you're just going to be left behind. Yeah, 100%. Could not agree more. <laughs> oh, that was awesome. And I know um, basically anyone in a service-based industry will get a lot out of um, this interview, I think. I think it's really, I guess, showcasing, you know, the importance of personal brand, the importance of really, you know, utilizing the tools that are working now. So things like Facebook groups, live video, and then really making sure you're across the things that, you know, are really the future and even the now in terms of video. So thank you, Sherry. Thank you, Stevie. <laughs> now, is there any way that people can get a hold of you? Let us know your, um, yeah, I guess, your social media accounts and your handles and how people can follow you. Yeah, wonderful. So it's Sherry Stora. And so literally, it's just my name on LinkedIn, Facebook, and on Instagram. Thank you, love. That was amazing. And there you have it. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you want a transcript of the interview, because as I said, we did cover a lot, make sure you head over to steviesayssocial.com forward slash 14, and you can get a copy of it right there. Make sure that you're subscribing on iTunes and following along on Spotify. If you enjoy this podcast and you want to be notified when the new episodes drop every week, and if you enjoyed it enough to want to give it a rating and review, 
review on iTunes. I will love you forever. Guys, until next time, I will see you then. Bye.